matter what, for desire backed by faith knows no such thing as impossible. Hi, this is your host Arjun. I'm a functional medicine health professional and personal trainer, and I'm here to motivate and empower you with knowledge that will help you to regenerate your health and align with your higher vision. with you all my apologies for spacing out tough times but what's more important is to believe in yourself that not just will you make it through but you'll shine on that positive note let's jump on to the solutions that we all have been looking forward to that's rebuilding our stomach acid so today's episode is going to be entirely devoted to this before you start reducing the ph of your stomach and supporting stomach acid production the most important thing would be to support the mucosal lining just like in the case of muscles if you exercise them you build size and strength and if you don't then you simply lose those gains similarly if your stomach acid has been off since quite some time your stomach mucosal lining will thin down since the contents of the stomach are no longer acidic enough that much mucosal protection just won't be required the body needs energy and resources to build and maintain you wouldn't start building skyscrapers in a town with a population of 1000 people ideally you'd want to first start off by trying to eliminate environmental toxins weaning off non prescribed pharmaceutical drugs having good whole foods reducing stress and all those sort of things that i keep talking about because remember if you haven't addressed the cause that has led to this problem in the first place you'll find yourself back in it again and again to support the mucosal lining mucilaginous herbs like marshmallow root irish moss cold's foot burdock root etc are really beneficial since they help coat the gastrointestinal lining you can take it on an empty stomach and let it do its thing and you can start with apple cider vinegar and lime and lemon juice start with a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar diluted in around 150 to 200 ml water i suppose that's around 7 to 8 ounces You can take it before a meal or you can sip on it throughout a meal after those first few bites. The dosage of apple cider vinegar can be increased to 2 or even 3 tablespoons eventually provided you don't have any pain or discomfort. The juice of limes and lemons can also be squeezed over your meal, especially meats or other rich and heavy foods. This would really help in digestion. Another important thing is to introduce digestive bitters or Swedish bitters before or after meals to help and support the liver and hence your digestion. I personally take these bitters and so can you regardless if you have any digestive issues or not. In fact, that's the one thing I'd recommend that you can take time to time for liver and digestive health in general. It has no side effects of course. Neither does apple cider vinegar or lemons including it as a part of your daily or regular meal habits will have immense benefits 
not just in present but also in the long run small things go a long way introducing some good digestive enzymes at least in the beginning will also really help with breakdown of food eventually you could dwindle it down to only when you're consuming red meats or any kind of rich and dense meals introducing probiotics to help the diversification of our friendly gut microbiome it's not necessary that you have to take it in the form of supplements it's in fact preferable that you take it through foods from things like yogurt kimchi sauerkraut miso etc and another thing is manuka honey it's not highly essential that you take this but if you can then there's nothing like it you have to take a teaspoon or two in a day most importantly it will help battle any overgrowth since it's antimicrobial so even in things like sibo that small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and ulcers it's miraculous gosh and every time i think of honey i start to think about how the bees might be facing extinction due to the growth of emfs in our environment anyways if this doesn't seem to work in spite of being pretty much dedicated to it for like 3 to 4 weeks then it's an indication of the problem is not mild and that we'll need to add betaine hydrochloride hcl people generally tend to think about hcl as being very acidic and dangerous that's not the truth sure it's acidic but not to the extremes in fact betaine is an amino acid which is also found in spinach beef shrimps etc it was originally found in beets hence its name betaine so basically what betaine hcl does is it lowers the ph of our stomach which helps in reacidifying the stomach acid to its original ph firstly i suggest that you do this under the guidance of a healthcare professional now The right way to introduce betaine HCl is low and slow. Just because it's not extremely acidic doesn't mean you shouldn't be cautious or careful when using it. Actually, we should be cautious when using most supplements, especially when they are lab derived, not because they are dangerous, but due to the fact that we are interfering in the body's physiology. Not that it's a bad thing, we intend to support the body and nourish it. but we have got to understand that the body is super complex and so is its internal working its processes and we still have lots to learn and discover we humans are really in the naive stages of gaining an understanding of the human body and the biggest mistake of all that we can make is entirely relying on lab reports blood work sure it can be helpful but it is susceptible to error and can never replace the symptoms that the body in its wisdom is giving out how you feel matters a whole lot so with betaine hcl you ideally start with one capsule this is to be taken in the middle of a meal sure you can take it with the sips of diluted apple cider vinegar as previously discussed but it should always be during a meal and never before or after reason being that our body is in the cephalic stage before a meal and the stomach acid production is at the max although it's insufficient but it's this one time when your stomach acid is the highest it can be and adding support in the cephalic stage of digestion is likely to cause more harm than good 
So after two days, you could add another capsule. And as long as you're not having any negative effects, you keep adding a capsule after every two days until you reach the dose where your body signals you that you're taking enough. That's when you feel a warmness in your stomach near the chest or maybe even in the chest region. You might even get diarrhea. But that's when you know you have to reduce your dose to the amount of capsules that you last took that worked well without any feeling of warmness or anything out of the ordinary. And make sure that you never exceed 8 capsules. Now one very important thing to note is that you've got to stop immediately if you feel pain or discomfort during the BTL HCL trial or even during consumption of apple cider vinegar because it could be a case that you might have an ulcer or gastritis that's inflammation of the stomach lining and if that's the case adding stomach acid support will only worsen the problem and please beware if you have any mouth or esophageal disease inflammation or cancer any problem related to the mouth or esophagus or stomach whatever it may be please don't get onto these suggestions that I have shared with you today, except of course supporting the mucous membrane. So you'll have to work with your healthcare professional in such cases, especially if you have been taking acid suppressing medications. Okay, so apart from all this, eating hygiene is one area that you have to get right. Chewing your food, not being in a hurry or stressed out during meals, not gulping down your food with water, all those sorts of things. If you want that what you're fixing now shouldn't reoccur, well, you've got to take care and get into the habit of practicing eating hygiene, most importantly. Then, if you remember in the previous episodes, I mentioned about sodium and potassium as being the building blocks of stomach acid. So you've got to give it to your body. You'd really benefit from a good quality sea salt, free of microplastics, or even better, Himalayan pink salt. As for potassium, you can either get a good quality electrolyte with higher amounts of potassium, or ideally, you can get it from food. By consuming good amounts of vegetables and also by including eggs and nuts in your diet, as long as you aren't allergic to it. Fasting is also very essential and plays an important role in healing the gut. We'll be talking more about fasting in another episode. Lastly, vitamin B3, niacin. It's a cofactor of over 300 enzymes in the body which are responsible for carrying out various functions. And one of them being stomach acid production. And as we already know, the role of B vitamins in energy production, ATP generation, the cells of our stomach are no different. They too need ATP, energy to produce stomach acid. So, a deficiency of especially vitamin B3 can hamper stomach acid production. Generally, if the body has low levels of niacin, it'll prefer to spend it for the functioning of other mechanisms that are crucial for survival. Just a reminder, survival is very important for our body and it prioritizes it. The body is wise and is never broken. It's just intelligently regulating its function to keep itself alive when you put it in an 
toxic environment with low nutrients needed for optimal function and with lots and lots of stress. So it's going to try its level best to make use of whatever little it has so it can see a new day. We start to thrive when we start supporting our body with clean environment and with clean, good clean nutrition and a stress-free mind. That's when the body starts repairing itself to get back in balance. That's when you start to feel great and leave behind your health problems. Anyway, so getting back to vitamin B3, sometimes you may not have any symptoms because it's just low and not depleted. But at times you have one or two. And if you are seriously depleted, then you're going to have symptoms, of course. Especially if you're a person who takes a lot of stress. Because niacin is used in the production of adrenaline. And too much stress means higher usage of B3 and a faster depletion. Usually, if niacin is deficient, the body will use the amino acid tryptophan and convert it to vitamin B3. But since stomach acid is suboptimal, there's no chance you might have those resources in hand since protein isn't being broken down. So symptoms include fatigue, diarrhea, skin issues, and anxiety. To replenish your niacin stores, I'd recommend that you try and get them from foods rather than supplements. Although some supplements that are food-based are amazing like freeze-dried desiccated beef liver available in capsules. You can consider taking it. Apart from beef liver, foods like anchovies, salmon, make sure it's not farmed. Then there's meats, grass-fed, seeds like hemp, chia, sunflower, flax seeds, sesame seeds or tahini if you're like me, nuts like almonds, pine nuts and peanuts as well but please don't overdo on the nuts. There are also foods like pumpkin, squash, chestnuts, peas and mushrooms. There are also some herbs and condiments which you can include in your diet. These will not only provide you with niacin but many other health benefits. It's dried spirulina, tarragon, coriander, ginger, parsley and paprika. So make sure you get as many foods as possible that I have just mentioned onto your grocery list. Although we all should be eating these foods regardless any which ways. So that was it for today. Thank you for hanging in there and I really appreciate you for being such an amazing listener. I hope you found the info that I have shared with you today useful in your health journey. I'd love to hear from you. So if you've got anything to say or even if you don't, just drop in and say hi. I'll be seeing you all soon with another interesting and useful episode. Until then, have a great day or evening. If you'd like to keep in touch, subscribe to the newsletter. For a more personalized support, you can start by scheduling a free call with me. If you find what I do helpful, you can support the show by becoming a patron. All links can be found below in the show notes. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy.